0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report. I am your host, Arthur Mosley, and today we travel to we travel by phone to Sparta, Georgia to speak to Coach Marlo Blunt, the head coach of the Hancock Central Bulldogs. Coach Blunt, how are you today?
1: I'm just fine, Mr. Mosley. How are you doing today?
0: I am doing well. Thank you very much. (laughs) Coach Blunt, you're entering your third season as a head coach at Hancock Central. Tell us a little bit about your history. Where'd you get your first start? Why'd you get into coaching and teaching and uh, who's influenced you the most?
1: Oh, man. Um, I guess I've been coaching for the past. I've been coaching football since I was 19. Um, I I spent a little time in the rec programs in Warren County, um, had some pretty good success. And uh, I just knew that coaching was something that I wanted to do. And, um, you know, once I finished playing, I played a little semi-pro ball. And uh, once I finished playing and got back in school and finished, um, my first Coaching job was at Laney High School, Lucy Laney High School in Augusta, Georgia. Coach Eric Parker was um was in his second or third year there. He brought me on um out of Augusta State University. And um that's where I got my first coaching gig from and and from there I moved back to I went a uh, year two at Laney and um I went back to Warren County, which is my hometown. And I stayed there for 12 years and I ended up being head football coach there for about three years. And um, then I left there and went to Hancock Central, been in Hancock Central for eight years. And like you said, the last three years as head football coach.
0: Coach, in your in your third season, what are some of the expectations and what are some of the things you're looking forward to uh, this upcoming season?
1: Well, I guess this is. Last year was was the year that I looked to um, look for us to be productive. Um, of course, coming into a, a new program, um, you have a, you have upperclassmen who were who were pretty much infused with the previous coaches. You know influences and his methodologies, and of course, coming into your own your own program, you want to bring your stuff in. So I invested a lot into my JV, um, and um, and my younger guys, which we had a very good group of upperclassmen my first two years, and they did well. But um, these these guys, this is my first senior class. These guys were freshmen. When I came and, um, you know, juniors last year, and we did pretty, I think we got over the hump last year. I made it to the playoffs and, you know, a combined record of eight and five, which is one of the better years at Hancock Central. But being that this is the third year and I I do have my first full group of seniors, um, and and juniors and all these kids have three and four years of experience um, under what, you know, I wanted to do. I imposed my will on them and I'm, I'm expecting them to be, um, be pretty good. Hancock Central has always had great athletes, always had great athletes, uh, may not have been as productive as far as the scoreboard or, or, or records, but they've always had great athletes. Um, and, um, you know, we, we won a couple of championships in track. Uh, The basketball programs always tops in the state and we're just trying to bring that same energy and that same athleticism to the football field and i think we've done a pretty good job of doing that
0: coach what are some of your biggest challenges that you and your staff face coming into 2019
1: well staff um single a single a football has um start there's a there's a trend going on a a lot of coaches in this area that i've talked to have the same issue and it is staff um there's it's it's hard to get certified coaches in the school um the money is just not there as far as um to supplements and and the positions being that you're in a small small population demographics don't warrant um as the coaches um unless you teach a content area like social studies of science uh p slots are limited uh other support slots are limited so that that puts me in a predicament where i have to go and and use community guys um and um and just make do with with those guys i'm fortunate to have two guys um, that are that that have been with me for a while, and and we we're all on the same page, and and they're pretty knowledgeable about football. But um, I would love to have um a bigger staff. I would love to have a bigger staff.
0: Well, coach, since you don't have a bigger staff, we we do know you have some players on your on your team, and and mm-hmm. you 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 seem like in in you've done. The best you can, or, or doing the best you can to overcome that. Obviously, like you said, qualified uh, for the right. state tournament last season, uh, right. made to the first round. What are some? Who are some of the names on the field? Your players to get familiar with on offense or defense, and what makes these young men special?
1: Um, offensively, although we're we're still pretty young at some skill positions. We just we just have we're just blessed as a county to have um, just just great athletes we got so many athletes are that um, I mean it's is going to practice is almost is' pretty fun because you know I just enjoy seeing them you know perform against each other and compete um, uh, see as far as my seniors um CJ Allen um, is is great athlete. He plays multiple positions. Um, I think he's been recruited by a few, um, D two schools, um, uh, one double a schools. Um, Jamarcus Morris is another great athlete plays receiver and cornerback for me. Uh, he'll probably go to a small school. Um, Tony, Butts, um, sick, maybe six foot, 280 pound defensive tackle. um, he he will be a mainstay on defense. Then with my, my underclassman, um uh Marquavius Lawrence is a two hundred and fifteen pound middle linebacker, he's a junior. He'll be on folks' radars in the next year or two. Um, I think I have the best outside linebacker in the state and um Keontavious Ivey. Um he's just he's just a freakish athlete. He can he can do whatever I need him to do. He's slight in size. He might be 160, 170 pounds, but he is so compact, and he's so tightly built. He can play inside back. He can play outside back. I found out this this summer he can actually run the ball. <laughs> so, yeah. And um, Ke, um, Keon, uh, Kevion Robbins, who was a GACA underclass All-State, um, nominee and played in underclass all state game, uh, up there in Atlanta this, um, past December. Um, bunch of, bunch of linemen. Jameer is more 6'4, 340 pound guard, nimble feet, lost about 12, 13 pounds this summer, went to Kennesaw State, went to the UGA camp. Uh, he's gonna anchor my line, my line of scrimmage. Um, uh, or I could go on and on and on and on about the athletes that we got.
0: Well, Coach, uh, you talked about uh, Kevion Robbins, uh, rushed to over 1,300 yards, eight TDs last season. So I can imagine right. you guys are expecting a lot out of him. And, and, oh, beh- yeah. and behind that line, anchored by uh, Jamarius Morris, uh, maybe more to come for the Hancock Central Bulldogs. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And my quarterback is – my quarterback is – is, is, um, he's one of the brightest kids I've ever coached. Um, he 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 synthesizes plays. He can he can manipulate situations on his own. He's not the fastest. He has a really good arm and he has a really good eye. Um, you know his size may keep him off some college staffs. I would love to see somebody give him a shot, but um, I think his height is going to be one of the a factor. But there's no question he could he could absolutely play. And he he directs them and they follow him and he's a great leader. Um, Jalen Hatcher, um, I I can't do too much without him.
0: Coach, who are some of the players that uh, could be headed for a big season? Names that that weren't really on the radar last year. I know you said you got a lot of underclassmen coming up, but are any of those guys that you hadn't mentioned yet? Uh, maybe some underclassmen poised for a a big season.
1: Well. I guess, um, maybe that I haven't mentioned that I'm looking for a little bit more production. Um, um, cantavius Moss is a newcomer, big kid, big solid kid is going to play defensive end, uh, basketball player type, 6'3, maybe 230, going to play defensive end for me. Um, some, some, um, younger kids, um, um, Amari Benson is a new lineman who came in who played a um, secondary role for me last year. Uh, he's right now he's a starting right tackle, but he 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 paid attention to what was going on last year. He's really ready to step up and um and and grab his moment. Um, I could say I could go on and on. I could go on and on. Mondrekis Kendrick, he's absolutely my best lineman valedictorian of his class. He's already going to be an FBI agent. He knows it. And um, that's what he focuses on. But he is such a bright kid. And um, he, he's absolutely the um, the, core, the core figure on that line screen.
0: Coach, you talk about a guy like Mondrick as Kendrick. Uh, 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 sounds like a high performer in the classroom. Who else mm-hmm. are some of those high performers that were either in the classroom or in the community kind of off the football field for you?
1: Man. We um CJ Allen, um Jamarcus Morris, Car um Kennard Chapman. is is um uh another linebacker who's um getting to be recruited. He's about two hundred and ten pounds, um uh, very good feet, very smart. Um him, Jameer's Moore, Jalen Hatcher, Kevion Robbins, all these kids are in our dual enrollment program. And they're um also not only enrolled in Hancock Central, but Georgia Military College in Millersville, which is not too far down the road, and they're already taking freshman-level classes. So upon graduation, these kids will probably end up with about six or seven college credit hours. And um, as far as recruits going, you know, you can you can get a college recruiter to come in and know that these kids already have college credits under their belt. It's, it's easy for them to move to the front of somebody's list.
0: On the phone with Coach Marlo Blunt, the head coach of the Hancock Central Bulldogs. Coach, uh, as you look up and down your schedule, are there any games that you circle as rivalry games or you guys take the uh, cliche one game at a time?
1: One game at a time. One game at a time. But we certainly have some games that that we look forward to. Um, Obviously, the Warren County game is a big one for me being that that's where I came from. And I, I still have very close, I have my whole family is in Warren County. And um, and we, we just look, it's a friendly rivalry. Uh, we had some situations some year, a couple of years ago that just got exacerbated, um, way out of proportion. Um, but there are never any ill feelings between those two counties. Um, hated that that stuff happened, but we, we moved past it. Um, Green County, which is one of our neighboring counties. Um, you know, we, we have a, a friendly rivalry going with those guys, but all of those players are, are related or they, they, they known each other growing up in rec ball and it's, it's all good natured fun and, and good competition. But those are probably the two games that, um, that we'll, we'll consider rivalry. But um, as far as um, key games, we, we made some benchmarks on last year. Um, Lincoln County, who is traditionally one of the top teams in Class A state, um, we, we beat them for the first time in the school's history. Um, first Presbyterian in Macon um, was the first victory against them. And um, also on Washington Wilkes. Um the there's a history of, of that game, Washington Wilkes and Hancock, and I think Hancock hadn't won there in about thirty years and we beat them last year. So we made some benchmarks and we made our mark in the region. So I know those 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 three schools are looking to, you know, ex- extract a little bit of revenge on us per se. Um, but you know, I think we're 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 going to be pretty good in the region. We're going to be pretty good in all those those other games, and um, I th- I hope and I'm I'm thinking that we're going to be a little bit better than we were last year.
0: Coach, you briefly mentioned uh, some of those teams in your region. What's what kind of your outlook outside of of Hancock County? Uh, what what challenges does that region pre- present for you, and what do you expect out of it?
1: Um. Well we we have a pretty, we had a pretty tough region. Uh, we, we had Washington, and green to come in. They were double A schools that dropped down to single A and, you know, we had to deal with them. And as far as, you know, size, you know, those kids, those schools got more kids to choose from. So obviously they're going to bring a few more. I think green County did very well. Um, last year, I think they went to the, maybe the third round went to the semis. Um, Aquinas is a state champion, you know, in their own right, and their region winners, you know, the last couple of years, they always, they always, um, represent our region very well. Um, those making private schools. Um, you know, I, I think if, you know, if you can get into the public school, private school debate, um, maybe that's another question, but those schools (laughs) always, always represent the region region well so um we have we have a tough region i think other than region one which is that south georgia animal you know um i i think we have the best region
0: coach blunt what's been one of your greatest or best coaching memories
1: getting that first getting that first victory that first win um maybe eight or nine years ago um Against Landmark Christian, that was my first win up in Fabron, Georgia. Um, going to the playoffs, I mean, you, you can, you're you always excited about about going to the playoffs. Um, um, my best memories are seeing those kids sign those scholarships. Seeing those kids sign those scholarships and, and go off and, you know, and, and just get, get them prepared. For the next level, you know, regardless of whether they go on um, to play pro football or get any trials, but just to get them prepared for life itself, and um, and and college, a uh, college education is paramount nowadays for um for um at least young black men to um get a leg up on on society and be able to take care of their families and to see. Football being a vehicle for them to achieve those goals and to, you know, for those guys to come through a program like we were trying to establish at Hancock Central or we established at Warren County. You know, those, those are the things, those, that's that's the best when that kid calls you back and, and reminds you of some stuff that you told them and it came true or came to fruition. And they were prepared for it because you exposed them to it. Mm-hmm. That's those are some of the good. Those are some of those great intangible things that that make uh, coaching just wanna just. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't think I have a job. You know, I I have too much fun doing what I'm doing.
0: Once again, we're on the phone with Coach Marlo Blunt, head coach of the Hancock Central Bulldogs. Coach, we just got a few more questions, and then we'll let you get back to it. Uh, if you weren't coaching or teaching, what career would you have chosen?
1: Selling houses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Selling houses. I've, I've I've been told I could talk a hole in a wall, so I I think I could sell a house, or, and um, I'm I'm talking about mansions. I I think it would be something in sales or, or something like that to kind of use this this gift of gab that I I think I got.
0: Well, coach, since you're not selling houses or mansions and you're coaching high school football, uh, what do you want your legacy to be when you're finished coaching? How do you want to be remembered?
1: Oh man, I guess being a measure, being a measuring stick for all those um, young men that have come through those programs, um, having having those those players look back at your time. And just take, just take intangibles away from your program. Um, being a being a being a good father, being a great head of household, um, staying in school, and persevering. Um, we always promote that because, of course, you know, um it being in coaching yourself, there can only be one state champion. Mm-hmm. You can you can go as hard as you want to, and. And you could, um, I mean, you look at some of those teams who are runner up in state championship games. They fought and they worked just as hard as the team that won. But you know, you, you don't, you don't ever want your program or your season to be, um, measured by what you won. If, if you, um, if you did your best and you can always feel when you done your best. And you'll you'll always come away from practice or games with with that feeling that I I actually accomplished something, you know. Getting our kids, getting our young men, to that kind of a mindset, um, it'll it'll take them so much further than um, championship rings. Um, having having those kids come through and leave with that kind of a mentality, and knowing that they got it from from me or my staff or any program that I put together, that's the that's the legacy. That's the legacy,
0: Coach Blunt. We thank you so much for your time. We've got one last question. I'd like to toss you a softball here? Uh, right. If somebody's coming to a game in Hancock Central, or coming to Sparta to watch the Bulldogs play, where is the best place to get a pregame meal?
1: Pregame meal. Um. Free game meal is probably gonna be in my opinion in my opinion is the value mart the value mart um cafe they have a, a great hot bar um and and it is good old country country cooking um my thing as far as the value mart is the catfish and and all i have to do is call and soon as I say this is Coach Blunt, and they all say, "Catfish and lemonade," and <laughs> <laughs> catfish and lemonade, it'll be ready in fifteen minutes. I just this Coach Blunt, okay, Coach. Cool. Catfish and lemonade be ready in fifteen minutes. Um, I think that's the that's one of the best places. Um, several several nice little eateries, um, Hargroves, um, the Central Park. They have a Central Park. Um, pretty good so um one of those three places you can't go wrong
0: so there you, you have, have it if wrong. if somebody's traveling through not just for a football game but if you're traveling through sparta uh, there you have it the value mart for some value mart cafe for some down home cooking uh central park and then uh the last one was Hargrove's, uh, Hargroves. so uh, check those places out. And uh, if you get a chance to check out the Bulldogs this season, coach, those are all the questions we have. Coach Blunt. Thank you so much uh, for joining thank us. You. And we wish you the best of luck this season.
1: All right. All right. Thank you for having me. It's, it's good to be, to be known and good to be heard. Anytime I can get a chance to promote Hancock central and Hancock central football program, or athletics and, um, I'll, I'll do so. So I should thank you for the opportunity.
0: Once again, thank you to Coach Marlo Blunt, the head coach of the Hancock Central Bulldogs. The Bulldogs play in Class A Region 7. They'll get their season kicked off on August 23rd at Josie. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Turd Ferguson Report and our conversations with coaches. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's dot com Or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt. rpt. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody.